You're going to want to sleep on this one. I'm Anita Joyce here with Kelly Wilkness, and this is Decorating Tips and Tricks, Episode 384, Mattress Types, Tips, and Buying Guide. Oh, don't, no, don't, don't fall asleep <laughs> on me. Listen, we are in the process of buying a mattress, and this was so important to know this stuff. And I learned so much, and actually researching for this episode, I'd already done a bunch of research because we're buying it. And when you're buying one and you're going to be stuck with this thing, it's a lot more interesting then. No, no. I think it is interesting. I was just joking. Um, And I think it is something that would keep people up at night, A, trying to figure out which one to buy and B, if they get the wrong one. So we're going to help you get the right one today. And and so you don't have to do all the kinds of research that Anita has recently done. Um, And we're going to sort of demystify what, you know, an organic mattress means and all that. Um, We spend one third of our lives sleeping. So you really can't just, you know, go to the store. In fact, I was driving my daughter home the other day and there was this mattress sale at some rando mattress, uh, you know, one-off mattress store. And there's like the guy outside with the sign and he's shaking it back and forth. A, I question that marketing strategy, but it must work because they still do it here in LA all the time. Oh, they do it here too. I don't understand that. Like, whoa, there's a guy with a mattress sign shaking it back and forth. Let's go buy a mattress. But it just, I thought, oh, it really, and I knew we were doing this episode and I thought buying a mattress is, it's really kind of akin to like a used car lot. It's awful. So it's no wonder people want to buy mattresses online now and have them just delivered and all of that. But, you know, is that the best way to go? You know, do you need to go to the store and have a little lie down in Macy's or at you know, some one of these sleep mat mattress smarts or something like that. So we're going to dive into all that today. Before we get there, let's just go over the types of mattresses. Now, you may think you know all of this, and maybe you do, but just in case, we've got the queen. I mentioned this one first because it is the most popular mattress because it can, t- and can sort of house two people or sleep two people, and it can also be very comfortable for one person. It's um, 60 by 80, generally, inches. Uh, king, 76 by 80. A Cal King. Now, this one was interesting to me. 72 by 84. Now, I just assumed, I knew it was longer, but I also assumed it was wider. But it's not. It's actually four inches uh, narrower, but four inches longer than so a regular King. So you're skinnier, king. but taller people over where you live. I, well, I don't know. And I really don't <laughs> know why it's called the California King, but you know, I don't know. Because y'all had to do your own thing. Yeah, exactly. Well, talk about it, Miss Texan. Uh, (laughs) Well, we don't have our own mattress, I'll say that. (laughs) The double (laughs) is 53 by 75, also a.k.a. the full. And then there's the twin at 38 by 75, a.k.a. the single. Now, one would, I've never thought of this before, but, you know, when you start getting deep into these particular topics – you know, these things come to your mind and you think, why did they ever start calling a twin mattress a twin? There's no way you could put two twins, like two people that are twins in a twin mattress. Is it because you generally got two of them, like a Lucy and a Ricky kind of thing? I think Um, so. I think the single makes a lot more sense. And then there was also, if anybody has anyone in college, it's the extra long twin. 
which ah, they have yeah. because there might be some extra long people attending higher education universities and colleges, yeah. right? And then you have to be careful when you get the sheets that you just don't buy regular twins. No, that's so that's that. So that's that we just got all of that info out of the way. I can pop that into the show notes as well in case you wanted to have all those figures before you. But you know, what is it with the mattresses and what's the best ma- way to buy a mattress? What are the things you should look for? And, you know, what does Anita know that we all need to know? Uh, well, I did find out some interesting things, but, you know, a long time ago, it seemed like there were foam mattresses that were really cheap, that weren't any good. And then there were inner spring and they were the old timey inner spring. They were all connected. And most people bought the inner spring. But the problem is when you turn over, the whole bed is just bouncing up and down and it wakes your partner up on the other side of the bed. And those were really your two choices. But things have changed a lot with the invention of a lot of things like memory foam. So now that is super hot. And a lot of times if you buy a mattress online in a box, it's probably memory foam. And uh, we have some, I think at the farm, they're Kincaid. I don't think they make those anymore, but those are memory foam. And everybody loves those mattresses. So it's kind of sad we can't get those anymore. But this is a durable, high-density polyurethane foam. It contours to your body, and it's known for being good for neck or back problems. So it's kind of helpful for that. But the downside is it can be very hot because there's not a lot of air movement underneath it. So you know, you'll hear a lot about that being hot. If you haven't tried one, you may not know what I'm talking about. Uh, There's a gel mattress that is like the memory foam, but that has, it's not supposed to be as hot. Uh, So that's why they started using the gel mattresses. Then there's the combo memory and gel. So you get the benefits and support durability of the traditional memory foam mixed with the temperature control of the gel. So I don't know how well that works, but those are out there with mixed reviews. Just, you know, check them out if you're getting one of those. Then there's the adjustable air mattresses. You've probably heard of these where everyone has, each person has their own control. You know, I've set my side to seven. Have you heard those commercials? (laughs) <laughs> yeah i i when they said air mattress i was like air mattress who's gonna i'm thinking of you know when you have you know teenagers sleep over and you need more room no the, the, these are actual mattresses that you put in, in your bedroom right and then yes. you have your own you pump it up i've you never experienced it. one of those. yeah but you've seen the commercials these are not we're not talking about an air mattress that you're putting in the back of your rv <laughs> these are <laughs> these are very expensive <laughs> Uh, But they're very good for people with back or neck pain, again, or people with arthritis. And there's a remote for each side, and you adjust it uh, for whatever firmness you want. And I don't know. That might be good for us because we do seem to have issues with, uh, I'm fine. And, uh, you know, on the other side, there's issues with the mattress. Um, So anyway, and then there's the hybrid. And these are, this is actually the one I'm most interested in right now. So the hybrid is kind of, you know, it's got the inner springs, but the difference is now they're not connected. They're individually wrapped coils. So if you have one of these uh, mattresses with the coils in it and someone is turning over on one side, it's not going to, uh, that motion is not going to translate as much to the other side, but these are going to feel more like the old inner spring mattresses, but they also have the memory foam on top. So you know, that's thus that's why they're called the hybrid. Uh, and so 
those are kind of the generic type. Those are the types that are out there right now. Did you have anything to add to those types? No, I, that is very thorough. I think that was really well done. Um, What happened to the waterbed? You know, that's just my question. Oh, uh, all of this research, it never came up at all. I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I, they don't seem to be out there anymore. (laughs) That might be a California thing too. (laughs) I'm sure there's still some waterbeds in Big Sur or something somewhere, but yeah. yeah. They don't yeah, come so, up in the the um, hybrids or anything like that. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, so something to kind of think about uh, is kind of what kind of sleeper you are, side, back, stomach. Uh, so if you're a side sleeper, you're going to want a mattress that is softer in general. And if you're a back sleeper, you're probably going to want something more firm. Because if you're a side sleeper and it's a firm, then you're just going to feel like you're sleeping on a board and your hips need to, you know, go down further than than where your waist is so that your spine is is straight and flat. Um, so inner springs are considered better for side sleepers, according to consumer reports. And then memory foam is better for back sleepers. Uh, but again, it can be hot and it's... It, it's harder to turn over with the memory foam. And then the next thing I wanted to get into is this off-gassing, because this is a big issue. If you ever look at these reviews online, have you looked at them or bought one, a memory foam, and then people go, oh, the smell is awful. Have you have you heard that? Yeah. Well, I, when I was, I haven't bought, purchased a mattress in a while, except for a bed in a box, which I know we'll talk about um, at some point. But um Doing the research, I saw a lot of people complaining about the off-gassing. The off-gassing is a terrible problem. You have no idea how many toxins are in these mattresses. I was kind of shocked. You are being exposed to so many chemicals. And here's the thing. Yeah, there's a there's a mattress pad over it There's a and there's a sheet over it, but it's not airproof. I mean, it's not airtight. You know, those gases are coming up. And guess what? You're being exposed to them for eight hours and and close. I mean, just inches away. So I, I don't think this is some small issue. I mean, there's formaldehyde in a lot of these mattresses. And the cottons that are used can be full of pesticides. And then don't get me started on these flame retardants. The they're, uh, Let me see if I can say this. They're polybromylated biphenyl ethers. I don't even know what that, that sounds is, bad. but that it sounds, sounds bad. bad. Yeah, it sounds bad. So, and then there's now. Let me let me ask you this: yeah. um, Over time, do these off gases then go into the universe and they're gone, and it stops emitting these sorts of bad things, you know, into your mouth and your nose while you're sleeping, or is it going to continue for as long as you're sleeping on it? Well, you know, I I am not familiar enough with it to answer this from a, you know, from knowing for certain, but Mm -hmm. I'm guessing it's kind of like radioactive material where there's a half-life. So obviously the longer you go, it's probably going to off-gas less, Uh but uh, I don't know. But it's probably not great for you. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, how long is it going to be? I, I don't know. That stuff's in there. So I, I don't know how long it's going to take. Some of these mattresses I found out from my research have 10 pounds of adhesive in them. And so that's a lot of stuff in there that, that could off-gas for a long time. Uh, so um, anyway, so let's kind of get into this a little bit. 
um, because there's there's also some mattress you can get where they don't have as much toxic material in it. Uh, and then even here's the other thing. So, you know, you can have foam made. They can say formaldehyde free because a lot of the foam does have formaldehyde in it. But also you can find some that say they're, they don't have heavy metals or they meet low VOC standards. So I would say minimally, you really want to make sure it meets low VOC standards uh, for indoor air quality. Um, but also, I guess what I found out, organic doesn't mean necessarily organic. And that is to say that if it has one organic element in it, you can call it organic and the rest of it could be just, I mean, they can just put whatever the heck they want into it. Ha. Very interesting. That's the same thing we've been learning, you know, for the last several years about uh, marketing and packaging of food, right? You know, you really have to know what to look for. Yes. So let me see if I can find that here. So there are a lot of standards that you want to be aware of. So I found two organic mattresses that I got that have gotten very good reviews, but as far as I can tell, I don't think these have any certifications, but I these do are very highly rated and they do have some good things to be said about them. So the first one is Awara and these are not sponsors, but it's just kind of based on my research because I am getting ready to buy a mattress. Um so Awara, and I'm just very concerned about the off-gassing of the toxins. Okay, so the Awara is a hybrid mattress. It's natural and or- made from a natural and organic materials, Rainforest Alliance certified latex. Uh, and then it has a, something, it's got silica fire retardant instead of the toxic chemicals. And it's $9.99 for a queen. Uh, free shipping, one-year trial, forever warranty. And that's the thing you're going to find with a lot of these mattresses. If they are not in a showroom and you can't test them out, you're going to get some free t- trial period. It's going to vary by mattress type. Um, the next one I looked at that is considered organic is the Sakba. It's a hybrid uh, also. It's got steel coils individually wrapped. And, and you can get, it's got the comfy pillow top, memory foam, uh, let's see. It has plant-based materials in it and it's made in the USA, eco-friendly. Uh, let's see. And, but the thing I liked about the Sattva is that unlike some of these mattresses, there were three firmness levels you could choose from. And then it had two heights. And then it also had a foundation if you wanted it. And those came in two heights. Uh, and if you want the plush option, let's see, I priced that that's $10.99. So $1,099 for this one. So it's a little bit more than the Awara. It had a free shipping, 120-night trial, and a 15-year warranty. So uh, then there's two more that I want to mention, and these are the highest standards I could find. Now, these were a little bit more. So at first, I was kind of saying "Mm," to myself, do I really want to pay more for these? But I found out that these two brands meet the most stringent uh, requirements for some of these certifications. And those are, uh, so there's two. The first one is avocado. Have you heard of that one, Kelly? Yes, I have. Okay. Well, that one's a hybrid mattress, organic cotton and wool, natural latex, non-toxic, no petroleum-based products. This one and the next one is meets what's called a made safe uh, certification. So it's, it says this is rigorous screening 
The, uh, it's a rigorous screening process for toxicity, and unlike other certifications, it does not set acceptable levels of toxicity. Instead, it prohibits use of harmful substances such as flame retardants, and there's only three mattresses that meet this. Um, so those were avocado, hapsi, and natural nature pedic were the three that meet these. So this one uh, meets, um, let's see. So it also meets the GOTS. I have to, I have somewhere I've written down what that one is. The GOTS, GOLS, OCS 100 organic content standard and the made safe. Um, so this one's, you know, so this one is um, $13.99 for a queen and all the prices are for queens. Okay, that sounds really good. I mean, that's a ton of good information. Brands that you could look for. Are there other brands that you wanted to mention? Just one more. Yeah, mm-hmm. so this one has free shipping, year trial, 25-year warranty. So the Hapsi, I won't go into all of it again, but the Hapsi is like the avocado. There's all these extra um, requirements that it meets. And no glues or adhesives, da 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 da. So this one has the GOTS, GOLS, Green Garden, Made Safe, and I'll kind of put in the show notes what all those mean. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this one also has free shipping and 129 night, 120 night trial. So I, I'm just going to say I think I'm going to buy one of those too, based on what I found. Great. So, I mean, you really went deep. And so this is a great information, you know, for anyone, if you're looking for a mattress now, what a perfect time to be listening. If you're thinking about getting a mattress down the line, well, you know where you can find this episode. You can just refer back to it. You can put the search mattress at uh, decoratingtipsandtricks.com and it'll pop right up. Um, so, you know, we like to provide this kind of detailed information, uh, you know, periodically we'll go really deep into certain products and whatnot, because this is, uh, you know, it's a big expense. As Anita's saying, you're going to be with it. You're going to be almost face planted on it for a third of your life, you know, and if, if there's gases and things like that, even if you make the choice to, you know, purchase a, a set that is more uh, traditional in a sense, and it doesn't have these um, organic standards or not meeting these organic standards, at least you have the information. Information well, but, is power. Th- but that's why I mentioned, even if you don't want to go so far as the extreme as the organic, just look for those low VOC levels. Uh, you know, just kind of look to see, does it have formaldehyde? Is it formaldehyde free? So there's a lot of things you can do, even if you choose not to go organic. And, you know, something else to think is, can you try it out in the store? Are they going to give you a free trial period at home? Do you get free shipping? Are they going to haul away your old mattress? These are all things to consider. And again, if you're a picky sleeper, you really do want to be sure that you can test it out some way before maybe before you buy it or that you can return it if it doesn't work for you. And a few of these have a fee if you want to return the mattress like a hundred bucks, but that wouldn't scare me off because, you know, it makes sense. They're going to have to come pick up your mattress and dispose of it. So uh, I, I think that that's understandable, but, but otherwise, yeah, I don't want to spend a thousand dollars on a mattress and then not be able to uh, return it if I just hate it. I have to say, when you were telling me the prices or sharing with us the prices of these mattresses, I didn't really get sticker shock because it didn't seem so outrageous because, you know, there is that Swedish brand that makes mattresses. And just for the kind of the the fun of having this information, I... I looked up what is that the Hastens uh, mattress? That's the one that has the blue and white buffalo check sort of around the edge of it. Oh, uh-huh. You may have seen those in 
magazines or whatnot, $67,000 for that particular mattress. <laughs> yes, I did say $67,000. Wow. So we don't have to do that. So here you're getting a uh, certified organic or at least, you know, a, a a mattress that is has made steps towards being organic for somewhere between you know eight hundred and eleven hundred dollars. That seems pretty good. Well, there were other mattresses that were more expensive than these. Yeah, but I felt like there was no point to go to these because I think you got some great choices here. Yeah, I mean, even in Consumer Reports, when I was reading their um, take on mattresses, they said you really should be able to get a comfortable and supportive mattress for around a thousand dollars. So mm-hmm. if you're also adding in organic and you're still in that range, I think that's pretty great. Oh yeah, because yeah, well, I think you can easily get one for less than fifteen hundred dollars, even with the most stringent organic uh, certifications. Right. It's again, so it's just having the knowledge, knowing what to look for, knowing what to ask. Um, And now Anita has provided us with all this great information. Now, what about bed in a box? Did you explore that option? I did not. Did you check those out? Well, we have one from Dreambed. Now, Dreambed, I think, went out of business. There were a lot of people, uh, you know, jumping into the bed and the, <laughs> jumping on the bed, um, jumping into the bed in the box, uh, you know, arena, if you will. And so I think it's sort of trickled down and who, who remains, right? So there's, I guess, Casper is still around. Uh, Purple is still around. Well, there's a ton of brands that you can buy on Amazon. Yeah. I've certainly bought some on Amazon. I mean, there's a lot with a, a lot of great reviews too. You've bought bed in a box on Amazon? Well, I bought a mattress. I bought, I don't know what you're calling. What are you calling a bed in a box? Are you referring to specific brands? No, no, a bed in the box, generically a bed in the box. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, I have. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, okay. So you have, so which ones do you have? Oh, I don't remember what brand. Okay. I have. So Dreambed. Because I mean, just something I bought on Amazon, so I don't remember. Okay. Well, Dreambed, I think, went out of business. And Tuft and Needle is one that's still around. Casper's still around. Mm-hmm. Um I think that it is a really great option. Now, we uh, needed to get a mattress up to the third floor. And there was no way we were going to get a traditional mattress up there, uh, up this, the staircase, the way it twists. Well, Certainly not getting a box spring. What I was going to say, these, uh, well, even the, the memory foam are, are heavy, but these uh, hybrid mattresses are very heavy. Mm-hmm. So there's no way I'm carrying it upstairs. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, there's just, there's, you know, even if I had, you know, three moving men or something, you just, the angles would not allow for a bed like that to get up there. So this was a wonderful solution. Uh, and that was when we first moved into this house. My, my daughter loves her bed. I mean, she, she craves that bed, uh, you know, mm, away at school. She nice. wants to come back and sleep in her, her dream bed. And they even had pillows at that time. And so she loves the whole thing. Now, I don't know too much. I would imagine, but I don't know too much about the um, certification, the organic certification of the various uh, beds in a box. But um, that's, you know, easy to find. There's also information on consumer reports about, you know, comfort and whatnot, because there are just so many varieties and different companies popping up every day doing this. But if you need to get a mattress up a flight of stairs, if you're in an apartment or, you know, it's just a, a small space, it is a really great solution. And it was interesting. I read somewhere it was, 
a gentleman who was a machinist who developed this way back in 2007. He developed the idea of being able to roll up a bed and get it into a box. Genius. Yeah. And then other, I guess he patented it and whatnot, but then other companies, you know, had better marketing and all that and off it all went. So it's, you know, an industry, a sort of a sub-industry to mattresses, uh, purchasing a mattress in the traditional way, like going to Macy's or something like that and laying on a bunch of mattresses. So uh, we had a really great experience with it. Would I do it again? Yeah, I would. Um, But now having the information that we have about the organic certifications, I would look for a bed in a box that had that as well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I tried out a beauty rest, a Simmons beauty rest. uh, And it was, it was pretty nice. It was a hybrid and I wanted to test out one of the hybrids. And uh, to be honest with you, I was getting ready to buy it in, until I did all this research. Uh-huh. And now I've decided I'm going to go organic. So, yeah. But but I have plenty that, I mean, all my other mattresses are not organic. But I just thought, oh, wow. It well, now that you're doing it, it and again, now that you have that information, then it's hard to be like, oh, it's okay. I'll just breathe these fumes. Right? <laughs> well, it's once you find out stuff, I know it's just once you find out stuff, it's you can't put that genie back in the bottle. It's like, oh, I wish I didn't know all this stuff. Right. Oh, right. I know. Yeah. I mean, and it's my understanding, again, this is based on my research. I don't know this for a fact, but I believe the new hybrid mattresses are supposed to last much longer than the old inner spring mattresses. Because remember, they used to say, oh, after five to 10 years, you really need to replace them. But yeah. I didn't hear that about the new ones. But anyway, that's what I found Right. Out. Right. So now where is this for your house in Houston? Where are you? Well, that's, it's going to be actually our bed. Mm -hmm. So we're replacing that. Plus I need one for the the apartment that I'm fixing up. So, right. So that might be a good spot for the bed in the box situation because you got to get it up. That's right. That's right. Exactly. So yeah. So I'm anyway, it's, it it was very valuable for me. So I hope it was helpful for you. And, uh, and if you have some ideas for us, if you have some thoughts on some mattresses, we would love to hear, what you found out with them, because, uh, you know, you can only go check out so many. Right. And, you know, it's such a personal thing. And then, you know, I mean, to lay on a mattress in a store, I mean, I think we've all done that. It's just, you feel really goofy. You're not exactly like, (laughs) oh, it's curling up in your favorite position and like laying there for 15 minutes. But it's not the same thing as sleeping on it. Yeah. And then we have one mattress that is memory foam and it's just too hot. Now we have one that's um, that Kincaid I was talking about that we that's what we have at the farm and everybody that sleeps on them when we have guests they love them everybody mm-hmm. says what is this thing but then we have another memory foam mattress that's just super hot and mm-hmm. so I got a you know a topper for it so it's really so I mean that's another thing you can do if you have a memory foam and it's just too hot try some toppers although I've had mixed uh, results with those but you know there are some things you can do after the fact to try to uh, make some adjustments. Yeah, I think that's a great idea because you could put some you, you put something organic between you and the mattress that you already have. I mean, now that I know more about this, now I'm thinking about it, uh, maybe you know, that would be a way for we've had our mattress for a while and I'm not really going to be in the business of buying a new one, but maybe that's something we can do you to know- sort of offset that's a good point. You could probably get one of those waterproof covers for it, but then it's going to have that plasticky sound, but then it's going to off-cast. So I don't oh, yeah, know yeah. That's like putting of one day. of those yucky shower curtains on. on I you. know. I know. But if you could find something cloth to put around it that's maybe waterproof. Yeah, organic cotton, something like mm-hmm. that, and it's got a little puff to it. 
There's yeah. also another um, option for mattresses. Now, it's the the Westin Hotel Company has the Heavenly Bed. Now, I, from what I understand, because uh, we stay in um, – when we go in Hawaii, we stay in a, a Westin property, and they've had these beds, and they really are spectacular. And I guess it was from – uh, guest requests that they started then offering these that you can actually buy them online. And obviously you can test them out if you stay in their hotels, but I think they're in all their hotels now. And while I find them to be delightful, I would not want to sleep on that every day. It's too soft for me. I like a really hard oh, really? bed, but you know, okay. again, it's very personal, but my daughters love it. They call it the marshmallow beds. They just love it. And you can buy their whole <laughs> sleep system. You know, it's kind of like they have, you know, the sheet and then the then the the um com- the duvet comforter and then the sheet over and you so you can actually buy into the entire collection. Um, I don't know about any organic certification or whatnot, but I know that company in general and their properties is usually pretty on top of being green and whatnot. So I wouldn't be surprised There's if probably they something. are good. Yeah, um, but that's an interesting option because you know you can try it out for. Yeah, oh, if you true. stayed there for like seven nights or if you think, oh, wow, I didn't realize that and I've stayed in Weston and I really did love the bed, then tried and true. You know, you've already been on it. Don't you just love a great recommendation from a friend? Well, we're delighted to be recommending these companies and their wonderful products to you today. And let them know your friends at DTT sent you. So I okay. did want to mention yeah. two, the two uh, organic certifications, mm-hmm. the GOTS and the GOLS. I just found them in my notes. The GOTS mm-hmm. is the Global Organic Textile Standard, and the GOLS is the Global Organic Latex Standard. So those are the two organic certifications that you can look for uh, when you're shopping for. So is that going to be in, um, you know, written form or is there a label that what people would look for? I would think there's, there is a, there is a graphic for it, but Uh if you're on the website for the mattress, it should be listed somewhere when Mm -hmm. you look for those certifications, because believe me, if they're certain, have one of these certifications, they will make sure it's on. I would have that on the top if it was me. Okay. Right, right, right. It has a little image. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like a little logo to look for. Mm-hmm. Okay, and here's just some generalized shopping tips, no matter what type of mattress you're going for, if you're exploring the whole world of mattresses. Obviously, you want to try to lie on it if you can. If you're buying online, obviously you can't. But this is what I've learned. For the um, mattress companies that have you know, primarily an online presence, they may have a showroom somewhere. Now, it's probably not going to be in every little town, you know, in every city, in every state, but look it up. Who knows? There might be one close enough to you and it might be worth, you know, even if you have to drive an hour or so just to have a lie down on it for a little while. So they'll have a showroom where you can just test it out. They may not even sell the product there. You may have to purchase it online, but they can check it out. Or sometimes they might have a setup in one of these bigger mattress sort of warehouse places. Like maybe, I don't know that this is true, but just say maybe avocado has a little uh, you know, stall or area in, you know, sort of mattress city or something like that, where you could check it out. Also learn about the return policy. And if there's any restocking fee uh, for them to take the mattress back or pick it up. Well, they're not going to restock it. They can't sell a used mattress, but there might be a return fee. 
Okay. And then negotiate um, really any time of the year. You know, mattresses are historically on sale, I think in January time, you know, so maybe the winter and whatnot. But lots of these places, they have a lot of play in, especially if you're going to an uh, like a brick and mortar retailer. Mm-hmm. So right. to say, hey, you know, I saw this for sale in January at this price, and now I'm here in June, I'd like the same price. And chances are they're going to be able to accommodate you. So just again, it's knowledge is power. If you don't ask, you're not going to get the deal. Um, find out if you really need a box spring. Of course, you're going. someone's going to try to sell you a box spring, but maybe you don't need one. Foam mattresses, sometimes don't need a box spring. Foam mattresses in a box don't need a box spring. Let me say this. Whether or not you need a box spring really is probably going to be dependent on the type of bed that you have. Because Mm -hmm. if you have uh, the newer platform style beds are made so that you do not need to put in a box spring for these newer style mattresses. Uh, But if you have a traditional standard bed, old old style bed, you're going to have to have some sort of a foundation in there. They're not the old style Box springs, usually it's just an actual box with no springs in it. But so really you're going to look to your bed to see if you have a platform bed or a standard bed. Because again, the platform beds have enough um, slats. They're close enough together. It's Mm going to support your mattress. And then if when you're having the mattress, if you're having it delivered, inspect it. Take a really good look at it. Now, I read somewhere in Consumer Reports that you should be looking for a label that says, quote, all new material, end oh. quote. Now, you just assume that's the case. I would just assume that was the case. Um, so, you know, I, mm, I'm not sure about that. Like, why would you not have all new material? But it was in Consumer Reports, and this is something they're cautioning you to look for. Um, certainly, if there's anything wrong with the mattress when it comes, you know, snap a few photos with your phone and report it as soon as possible. If it's a bed in a box, you know, you're going to have to open it up. They usually take, you know, maybe 10 to 24 hours to sort of puff themselves and unfold themselves properly. So, you know, during that period of time, do your inspections and make sure everything is as it should be. Yeah, there's a lot of things to think about. And it's not as... I'm uh, tired thinking about all Well, I know. And well, here's the thing, though. It just, they're just... Back in the day, it was just go... It was just price and which one feels the best. But now there's so much more. There are so many different ways that they're made. Uh, There's so many more options. You really do need to do the research more these days than you used to. Just so much more to know. Good thing. You've done all the research for us. Awesome, Anita. Thank you. So are you you going to pull the trigger and get this mattress? I'm going to. Yeah. Yeah, I am. I definitely am. So I'll let you know. Let us know. Report in. Our reporter on the scene. Um, Okay. Do you have a crush for us today? I do. And this is a fun one. Uh, I found a show. You remember the old Design Star show on HGTV? Did you ever watch that? I don't really watch those shows. Well, this is from a long time. This is a long time ago. I, I don't really watch TV much, but I do watch Netflix. No, I mean, I do watch TV. I just don't watch those HGTV shows. No, this is from, no, well, this was, well, when it first came out, I watched it the first year. Okay. David, whatever his name was, the one. Color Splash okay. Guy. Okay. So this is, this is Netflix in association with BBC, uh, has a show called Interior Design Masters. 
Uh-huh. And it's on Netflix. And it's just like the old design star. I know there's starts out with like 10 contestants and then they have someone that wins. But here's the beauty of it. It's on Netflix. But, you know, these shows go a little slow for me. Uh-huh. So I'm going to tell you my secret. Okay. I fast forward for the first 50% of the show. Oh, you just want to see the end? Yes. Because I just, it just takes too long. So I just watch the last part when they part, when they come in and they judge each one, because I, you know, the other part just seems like it takes too long. (laughs) Well, so I, if you do that, I think it's, you're going to love it. (laughs) Yeah. Gosh, that was a quick show. If you have more time, you can watch the whole thing. Yeah. Cause there were a few things in where I would think, now, why did they decide to do that? Where had I watched the whole episode, I'm sure that would have been answered. Oh, yes, yes. Well, you can always scroll back if you need to. Yeah, and there was a little added drama that I think was kind well, of Well, they always up. like a little you know, drama, Yeah, they like right? to do that. I mean, yeah, on, yeah. You know, but it's kind, kind of, of fun because it was kind of a, you know, it was a British show, so it was a little bit different. Right. Uh, than a lot of the U.S. shows. Uh, and, you know, most of the HGTV shows have all gone to Renos, and they're not, it's not decorating. Although this wasn't all decorating. It was definitely, they redid spaces, they did homes, they did hotel rooms. Um, there was a, a beauty shop, um, a store, restaurant. So they were, they were different. They were commercial spaces too. So it was interesting. Oh, fun. What's your crush? I'm going to check it out. Um, Mine is from Mark and Graham. I think I mentioned in the last episode, I've been dog-earing this catalog. So I think a lot of these things are wonderful. You can build your own crossbody bag. You can pick the strap. You can get it monogrammed. Um, it's simple, beautiful leathers. They even have vegan leathers. Um, but there's this cute item. It's actually cute, maybe not the right word. It's it's really elegant and lovely. It is the... Um, Power Up Leather Tassel Keychain. So it's a ta- like a very lovely, long, maybe three, maybe three and a half inch leather tassel in various colors, and even metallic gold. And then it has a regular key ring. And then it has um, like one of those little clippy things on it. And then it has this little a charger. Uh, so it's on also whatever leather you choose, whether it's the metallic or a color, and that's where your monogram goes. And then you can charge up your phone with it. So like they're showing it in the catalog attached to their very simple leather tote, a large tote with just two thin straps. Looks great hooked onto there. You could hook it onto any bag that you have. You could also just have it loose in your purse. You could put your keys on it and make it your key ring. It's real. I think it's really good looking. It's got the monogram on it and it can keep you charged up. And it is, did I tell you, the $59 with the monogram. Nice. Yeah, I love it. I'm going to definitely get that for my girls. Oh, oh, don't listen. Don't listen. No, they don't. It's okay. <laughs> I think you're safe. I think I am safe. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's a good one. Really, uh, somebody, you guys should take a look at their holiday 2019 Mark and Graham catalog. I'm loving everything. And well, we love all those personalized things that are monograms. So yeah. So our listener question today is about color palettes. So um, Gina R has some furnishings that need to stay. And there, some pieces are red. There's some 
piece that has some red and green pattern in it. Um, so, you know, she's kind of wanting to move away from those colors and freshen up, but we've got to work within the parameters of the fact that these large pieces of furniture are going to have to stay. So she wants to change up the wall colors and she's thinking, how much can she do to refresh with paint? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Well, I took this to mean what else can she do besides paint? Okay. That's the way I understood the question. So obviously you can paint the wall and I'm sure you're going to talk about that, the paint, but there are other things she can do in the room uh, without changing the furniture. And uh, one thing you can do is go with a rug that maybe pulls out one color that's in your furniture, maybe some red, but it has maybe a little bit of red, but a lot more of some other color in the room or just something, maybe whatever new color you want to introduce in the rug that, but just a little, but it, but it coordinates with what you have. Uh, cause I know one person I'd worked with that her, furniture was red and she had a very traditional red rug and we went with a red and navy rug with some other colors in there and so it really downplayed the red in the room although the red furniture was in there so here's an idea that i've used before and that is that if you go with um a very thin cotton it can be a wool rug but a very thin flat weave rug in a color that kind of goes with your sofa but it also introduces whatever new color you want is to use that actually draped over the back of your sofa so that it's sized about that size. And now you could also do this perhaps with a bed blanket, but usually they look bedroomy and they don't look uh, living roomy. So that's why I'm suggesting you use it with a, a rug, a very thin flat weave rug. It's kind of a nice texture because it, it looks, it, it looks important. It looks like it's meant to be there and it actually, um, you know, actually they look pretty good on the sofa. If it's a real thin one, it doesn't end up looking like a rug. It ends up looking like more like a pattern tapestry even. So that's one thing that you can do. Uh, and of course you can slip cover as well and then go with some very large back cushions on your, uh, the other thing you can do on your sofa is just to recover the seat cushions so if you're doing that on the back and recovering your seat cushions, then really you're just stuck with the old color on the arms and uh, underneath. So those, those are my ideas. Okay. So Gina, I would um, suggest that you have the red, Mindy and I both had the red, and then I'm guessing you have maybe sort of like maybe the accent chair is like a plaid or a floral or something. Like that. It's got the reds and the greens. Uh, if there isn't a neutral in there that you can pull out, it's okay if you introduce neutrals and your walls. So I would do a really fresh, lovely neutral, not too stark of a white because, you know, the colors you're dealing with are warm. So you could do, um, I want a Benjamin Moore that I was just exploring with a client is Collingwood. And it's a really, it's kind of like Edgecombe Gray, but it's um, a little bit lighter than that, but it's definitely got some pigmentation to it. It doesn't look white. Um, That might be a good one to try. So I think just a whole idea of freshening up um, because I I understand the color palette that you've got and, and that was of a certain time, but it can transcend. So I would do a sizal rug if you're needing a rug. And I, so I would go all neutrals in what you're adding and I would do texture. I like, I need, need idea of draping something over the back. Um, 
It can be a, you know, a throw in the wintertime. It could maybe be like a, a furry one, like, you know, something with some, uh, in the, again, whites, off-whites, creams, colors like that. And um, you can do so, so much with paint. Maybe you've got other furniture in there that's mahogany or those darker colors and you want to paint a piece of furniture maybe pull out one of the colors. It could be even like a really deep, like maybe you try like that Charleston green or something. So you're kind of nodding to the colors that are in the room, but you're not um, adding them in the same tone that you've got them in the red and the green, which, you know, gone hog wild can feel like Christmas all the time. So we, you know, we don't want that anyway. But now if you really want to freshen up, I would just do a real nice neutral on the walls. I would, if you can change the rug, that would be great. Maybe add in, uh, if it was a very traditional room, maybe add in a a golden glass coffee table. That'll really give it a modern feel. So I would, for every piece of traditional furniture that you've got in there and traditional colors, maybe try to add a piece or an accessory that's going to modernize it a little bit. I hope that helps. Um, Again, we didn't see any pictures, but that's okay because we got the gist. We've seen the red. We've lived the red. We know what it's all about. (laughs) Yes, we know the red. And But you can do it. It's it's not as if you have to to get rid of the furniture. And if that's not an option right now, that's okay. You're going to be really surprised uh, what strides you can make to freshen up that room with paint and just selecting a few key pieces that have clean, modern, fresh lines. So we hope that helped. Thanks so much for hanging out with us today. And um, remember, we're here to inspire you to create a beautiful home. Until next time. Thanks so much for listening to Decorating Tips and Tricks. Anita and I have such a fabulous time talking with you and receiving your emails and all the photos that everybody's been sending us of their homes. Keep your questions coming in. Keep letting us know what you think. Let us know if you've had any episode topics you'd like us to cover. We are open to your suggestions. And if you haven't subscribed to the podcast yet, do that. Just head over to iTunes or any of your podcast listeners and hit the subscribe button. That way you'll get DTT coming to you two times a week for free. So Mondays and Wednesdays, we're having new episodes and we've got so many exciting things set up for 2019. We are really looking forward to diving in to your homes and your decor and your questions. Thanks. Until next time. want to remind you that we are available for design consults. We take on your design dilemmas, questions, renovations, any project you want to talk about, any room, any space, we are here for you. And we really do enjoy doing these. And I think we've helped people a lot. So if you want to sign up for a consult, head to the link in the show notes. It's decoratingtipsandtricks.com slash consult. We hope to talk to you soon.